0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Earthheart's Boombox, and this last-minute continue special of Game of the Year 2017 awards. Uh, my name is Earthheart, and with me I have two amazing people to help me make this list better. I have a Turbo. Hello there. And a Shadow. Hello. And that's how I'm going to call them, because if I call them by anything else, we're going to get start getting confused. Mm. So, 2017 is almost up. uh, Time of recording. We've got a little bit to go, but only, I think, two major release days in the future. Officially, we've got three weeks left in the year, so... (laughs) Yeah, so I don't think there's going to be too much that's going to get released that will suddenly jump to the top of our list, but eh, you never know. We'll correct it next year if we need to. Basic rules of this is obviously the game has to be released in two thousand seven. Ideally we have to have played it. I you
1: assume. mean twenty seventeen? What did I just say? You said two thousand seven. Uh, we're going <laughs> we're doing we're doing game of the decade. We, yeah, we're going <laughs> doing de- game of the decade, everyone.
0: Let's try that again. The game has to be released in twenty seventeen. Ideally we have to have played it. I'm assuming you've played all the games that are in your top five.
1: Of
2: course.
0: Maybe. <laughs> Uh, I've, at least, I've at least dabbled in them. Yeah, that's close enough for me. And um, there was a couple of other minor rules that I put in the thing, but the other big one is, or at least for me, no games that I worked on. So that includes Sniper Elite 4, Rogue Trooper Redux, two different versions of Battlezone. Uh, Battlezone for Oculus Survive and Battlezone 98 Redux for Mac. I think that's everything we've released this year. I've swear i must be missing one because i'm sure i could have done a top five with just games i'd released this year but i don't include games you've backed because that could be biased as (laughs) forgetting your um, okay i probably should have made that clear if if you're on the list as a kickstarter backer i think that's fine (laughs) because you've not actually helped well you've helped fund the development but you've not developed it Yeah. yeah
2: no personal involvement just your yeah. Yeah. Funding. funding, yeah. <laughs> like, which
1: this, which was scub, which is buying the game anyway, so you're 90, already funding like development 90, by 90, buying ge- these games for future yeah, projects. 90, so
2: ninety percent of the time you are just pre ordering these games. It, the Kickstarters are oh, just yeah. pre orders. Which yeah.
1: that's fine. I mean
0: that would have if I if we'd have done that that would have kicked, I think, ukulele off my list, but that's not in my top five anyway. Mm. Spoilers <laughs> Alright, well, let's get started, if you guys are ready.
1: Yeah. Who should go first?
0: I'll go first, just to kind of go format, and then we'll go Turbo Shadow in reverse. Yeah, Alphabetical right. order.
1: <coughs> oh, fair enough.
0: So my number five is probably, I reckon, going to be possibly higher on someone else's list, but for me, it was okay. It was slightly flawed, and I think they missed a few things, and that was Sonic Mania. It was still very enjoyable, but yeah... I enjoyed it, but there were a few things that I think they could have done a lot better, and I feel they reused a bit too much. But, honestly, I, lo- I did enjoy the game. I do love the soundtrack. I can't fault it for that. The soundtrack is um, amazing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, as soon as they release that soundtrack digitally, I'm going to be buying that immediately. I'm, su- I'm honestly surprised they haven't already released it. So many games nowadays just come with an option of soundtrack with the bundle.
3: Hmm. I mean, well, granted.
1: Uh, I mean, they probably wouldn't have that available for the PC release, uh, uh, being that well. First of all, they delayed that uh, release uh, from its original date, uh, and second, it was it was all just through Steam, um, whilst uh, some other kind of like uh, indie style games, like for example, uh, I don't know. Undertale. Um, <laughs> yeah, I Undertale or something like that. A game
2: made by a musician who would obviously want to sell. <laughs> He's yeah, to... I
1: guess it's like yeah, he he wanted to have his uh, track uh, digitally available. Uh, I was, I'm was i thinking of another game that I never got a chance to play, but uh, here's an honourable mention, uh, Hover, uh, Revolt of Gamers, or oh, simply yeah, just called no, Hover. That. that was uh, released on uh, Steam, and it has a really good soundtrack, which was also kick uh, kicks, kicks, uh, kickstarted sorry, uh, with uh, some... Uh, Two extra tracks done by the legendary Hideki Naganuma uh, from the Jet Set Radio and Sonic Rush games. Um, brilliant musician and he in his own right. And they had their stuff all released on the same day uh, when the game came out of uh, early access and the soundtrack was made officially available on both. Uh, I think it was like Bandcamp and uh, iTunes and all the, all those digital platforms. So. Yeah, There's a
0: lot so of people like, have their own them on Steam as well, releasing stuff. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, so my number five is Sonic Mania Turbo. <clears> what's your number five?
1: My number five is actually um, probably something that a lot of people didn't f- remember. Actually, came out this year because it came out at the very start of this year. Um, it's uh, a digital game that was uh, very popular in the Japanese audience, <clears throat> but finally got its digital release here. Uh, for the Western side, especially here in the UK. And that's Hatsune Miku Project Diva Future Tone.
2: <laughs> yes, that was...
1: Uh, oh, I
0: downloaded it, definitely.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. I
0: think,
2: I think I actually did play that this year. Or at yeah. least I played... Well, I played like a demo, I think. Well,
0: I know you and me played the Japanese version down in Portsmouth at some point. That
2: was probably the one I'm thinking
0: of then, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, the, U- uh, the English version... For that released in January of this year, like uh, it was like very early, so I'm kind of cheating with this. Um, But for for us for for the Western market, it came out this year, so I'm including it in my top five. Um, And um, it's just so good for value, essentially. Even though they've split it into two packs, uh, they did so in the
0: Japanese release, though. Yeah,
1: I. But essentially, both packs added together is that of a full retail game. And for a full retail game, you're getting tons of content, like over 200 tracks uh, from the get-go. Something like uh, a Guitar Hero or a Rock Band don't have that kind of like value, essentially, uh, when, the they out, they, uh, when they first come no. out. When they first come out, they only have like 50 or 60 or 70 tracks. Not Future Tone. This is a port of uh, an arcade game um, that was made available Available only in arcades, um, but now with power with the power of uh, PlayStation 4, they were able to bring that arcade uh, game to home consoles, and that was a very impressive feat for them. And it's very underrated too, because you know I I had I had some skeptic uh, skepticism to you know the musical tastes uh, of the series and in this game in particular, but really it is. Really good value for money. I mean, you get you get the base game for free, and you just pay for the rest. You know, the base game's only like what two, three tracks, but that's a nice little taster of how to uh, look you, forward like what to what's available afterwards. Yeah, exactly.
2: So if you like what it is, you know exactly what you're going to get, so you can yeah. put more down. Mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised how much costume bits you can unlock
3: just in the free that, version.
0: Yeah, that was a you lot. Just, you just have to replay the same two songs a lot <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah uh, to be fair to your argument about it releasing in Japan earlier one of my entries was released in Japan last year and
2: released in everywhere else this year so I'm fine with that uh, mm-hmm. that's, well so my number five might be a bit of an interesting one because it's similar scenario but it wasn't actually it's more of a a wider release as I would say and what would that be? Eve Valkyrie Warzone. Previously, the Eve Valkyrie series was a VR-only um, space uh, fighter sim. With the release of Warzone, they removed all the VR and made it accessible to absolutely everyone in Huka who could have a PC, really. And I had a huge amount of fun with it. It. I have a personal fondness for like flight sim games and. Well, you don't get many of them, really. That not, not like high action, high, uh, fast-paced
1: ones. And that is true. It's uh, it's been a very lacking genre uh, of consistent releases. There's because... no versus Tie Fighter back. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs>
2: there's there, there's no like yearly release. There's no fifa there's no madden of flight sims so yeah
1: there's no there's no pl- there's no uh train predominant or franchise in that genre that has not in the arcadey one at least i'm, no, I'm
0: pretty a... sure
2: microsoft do their flight simulator every year still uh, yeah but, but it's like i mean i i mean one of the first games i got on my xbox was uh project Silfeed, which was a reimagining of like the original one back in god knows whatever it was but that just the fast paced action of a three dimensional fighting environment is something that really appeals to me, and the fact that I was finally able to play it as a massive eve player anyway, <laughs> so yeah, so that one it it about scrapes in to my uh top five I've only played the v r version I haven't played the non v
0: r version honestly, so.
2: playing the non v r. version has made me want the v r version so much, but obviously. As with many things, sometimes things aren't on a list because of the price. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why there's no Switch games on my list
2: because yeah, on the um, Switch. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to say right now, I've got no Switch games on mine. I'd like to say, like you know, you can pretty much pick up any major game on the Switch, Mario, Zelda, and it'll be a good game. I oh, just bullshit. cannot personally weigh into this.
3: The, yeah.
2: <laughs> as as of day of recording, I managed to get a copy
0: of Mario Odyssey today. Oh wow <laughs> So it's not on the list because I haven't had a chance to properly get into it yet but, nah. No that's fair Cool So my number 4 is a game I actually thought I wouldn't enjoy Because I thought it would be too much of a repeat of its previous incarnation And while that's kind of true I still did thoroughly enjoy it a lot more than I thought I was And that is Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus now, to be fair, I don't actually own a copy of this game. I borrowed a copy of it from someone else and basically blitzed it over a weekend. But I did finish the main storyline, so still on my list. So I do feel amazing. it does.
2: Hmm? It was mainly single player, isn't it? Or mostly? 100%?
0: <laughs> I think it's 100%. I don't think there's any multiplayer. No um But I thought it would be. I thought it was far too close to the release of the original, that they'd literally just be the same thing again. It's kind of true. They do enough to spice it up. Um, the story takes a few odd twists. Jumping the shark is a bit of an understatement for this one. And there's actually a lot of post-game content, which I was surprised by, and I haven't gone through all that. But it's still just as much fun as the original. It didn't impress me as much as the original. I will say that. But ah, when I say the original, I mean Wolfenstein:
2: The New Order, <laughs> not Wolfenstein 3D. <laughs> back in the 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 new the New the new generation of Wolfensteins.
0: Yeah, I don't know, have you either. You guys played the newer Wolfenstein games or?
1: Uh, I've never really gotten uh, into the Wolfenstein series in general. Really, I mean, I've mm. played the original um, Wolfenstein 3D. Yeah, um, but I, I've, it's just not not as iconic to me as Doom, and yeah, of course much. last year's uh, Doom. 2016 was obviously one of my Game of the Years of uh, that it was, year. It was my Game of the Year last year as well. Probably yeah. not that it came out around my birthday as well. <laughs> Coincidence. Um, yeah. But uh, no, I've never sat down with the the, uh, the recent Wolfenstein uh, series of uh, the New Order and uh, uh, even the Old Blood and uh, of course most recently the, the New Colossus. The Old Blood, it's... you can skip. The New yeah. Order I would say give a shot um, but
0: out of the three recent ID first person shooters um, Doom is still
1: way way above Wolfenstein 2 oh yeah, yeah. Um, that's kind of why it. I plan on getting it on the Switch sometime down the line
0: <laughs> I'm not so sure on that one I do want to try the VR one though. Ooh, but wow. yes. Yeah. my number 4 is Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus honestly considering it went down to 20 quid on um, the Black Friday sales and I kind of regret not getting it then if you can find it for 20 quid get it, it it's still worth that easily all right. For, well, with my better. number
1: four, um, I am going going a little indie here, so don't don't stone me. Um, but um, there was a nice little indie game available on the uh, Switch this year that uh, is probably one of the best value for money kind of like games on the Switch. It's less than it's less than a fiver. In fact, I think it's like three pounds something or whatever, and uh, it's very underrated. Very simple endless runner game, and it's called Night Terrors. Night, spelt with uh, a K, not uh, with an N. As in Ye night Knight. Ye oldy Knight, yes. And the um, simple premise is that you are this knight who has the ability to uh, you know, s- uh, attack enemies as he's running along this endless run. And uh, he also has uh, wings in his back as well, which he can use to uh, lev- levitate off of the ground with Repeat with uh, timed presses of the jump button um, for it, and it's basically how far can you go without um, getting a game over? Simple as that, and it's very addictive gameplay uh, for something that is very simple, and it's it's something obviously that would be more akin to um, mobile devi- uh, mobile devices like iOS and Android, but it works for the Switch in my opinion,
2: I mean, and the the difference between mobile and certainly more switch your switches are much more because they're kind of gone portal with it because I mean, have yeah. you you've even got like animal you got, got your Pokemon on your phone you've got your Mario on your phone you got your animal crossing on your phone now so mm-hmm. the, the line is very much blurring between those two certainly for Nintendo
1: yeah but well, this is uh, again another game that kind of like blurs that line even more uh, where this could have easily just been released on the iOS and no one would have given given two uh, two monkeys about it but because I actually know the uh, the man who actually designed this game. Uh, he's, oh, his really? name's Sam. Uh, yeah. He is uh, the head head of uh, uh, Freak Zone Games. And uh, he pri- previously worked on the uh, Angry Video Game Nerd Adventures series. Oh, that's cool. Um, oh. And uh, he's also done uh, Jump and Shoot Attack, which is also on iOS. Um, and uh, he also did uh, another indie game on Steam PC, uh, uh, Manos the Hands of Fate, which is based on the uh, very (laughs) cults-like movie of the same name. Um, But uh, he's a great guy, and he's also a very talented guy. He he definitely knows what to what he likes from the from the era that he's kind of like spawning these games from. He's spawning from the eight-bit, sixteen-bit kind of like era. Uh, and particularly that of the master system, because he's also UK. He's also from the UK as well. He's a UK indie uh, developer, and he has that pedigree of being brought up in those kind of like errors, and he knows what what works from those errors, and that shows in Night Terrors. Um, the soundtrack is is a great 8-bit rendition soundtrack. Uh, that's very fun to listen to. Heck, I'm I'm surprised it's not available for download to, at the moment. But um, <laughs> the past it's, is in. Yeah, <laughs> well, ret- retro is the new the new black. Uh, ret-
2: retro is retro is the new indie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it's really fun game, really dirt cheap as well. I would, it's definitely one of my top games for this year, uh, hands down, as one of the best indie games of this I rem- year. I remember you huh?
0: recommending this to me earlier this week, actually, and I mentioned it to someone at work, and they'd never heard of it. They downloaded it immediately, and they quite enjoyed it as well.
1: Good.
3: No oh, good.
2: Moving on then, shall we?
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: I'll admit, like other than my like number one and number five spot, the middle three for me are just kind of, I could honestly swap these around. So I'm going to throw out the evil within two. I didn't now you played it. <laughs> I, I I This is one of those games where I've watched a let's play and then I've picked it up because it was really cheap on sale the other day or something it's like yeah quid. it
0: was also one of those it was it's by um Bethesda as well so it along is, with Wolfenstein it went 20 quid on Black Friday
2: yeah that it did. and I mean I never really I watched the first one and never picked up the first one and but the improvements over this game because you've got you've got like a little hub world and then you go kind of on a linear mission area then you gotta kind of get another hub world and of course you scout you sort of there's like optional extras you can scavenge around to pick up ammo packs and more ammo and crafting materials and it's kind of it's it kind of fits into that resource management horror game stealth game so it's a bit like your Resident Evil 7 which gets an honourable mention from me because I haven't played that but
1: (laughs) again it's funny that you picked this one as one of your top five because that was one of my uh, honourable mentions as well um evil event because i played both games of evil within and evil within 2 and of course uh uh, i i was invested with uh, how the story was because it kind of falls on from the first game and uh as you as you said in the gameplay and whatnot it is more refined in it's kind of like scavenger survival kind of like it definitely takes a lot a lot of aspects from uh uh, the uh, the Last of Us, definitely. I can oh, tell yeah. you that much. So,
2: but the way the game messes with your mind, the amount of times you'll go to a place, turn around, and it's different, or you'll just kind of look at something and it just changes. The world shifting is, and the world manipulation is absolutely top notch. And well, I'll say this: there, you can go to like a home, your little home, uh, office, by looking into a mirror. These mirrors will be scattered around the world. You look into it. And like two seconds, you're there. There is no loading between them. It is a seamless transition between two very different, contrasting areas.
1: Definitely agree on the 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 real good performance that the game did with, uh, uh, yeah, it, uh, its uh, work. So yeah, so
2: definitely worth picking up. Um, so the first one was good. This one is even more amazing. The story is very. The story like wraps itself up very nice. There's still a couple of. There's a couple of little threads. There's a little. There's there's more to work on if they make another one, but it's a very good kind of contained. From if you if you played one or anything about one, you don't even really need to know too much about one. If you just have a basic plot summary, it pretty much mm. you're fine with it. See, so, I've, not,
0: I've not played the first one, and I've been tempted to pick both of these up. I think what's just put me off is horror. Me and horror games don't tend to work well.
2: I tend to get very bored with them. This one does well because it, it's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of really cool monster designs as well in this one, and
0: uh... well, I'd be pleased. way, Alien Isolation kept me engaged, so it's possible for it to do. I, I, am not dissing your choices here. I, I, from what I've seen, it looks really good. It's just
2: not my kind of game, but
3: oh, no. I've, yeah. it's
2: interested me certainly. Oh no, well, yeah, so that well if that made it on my list as number four? We'll say uh, <laughs> it could be number. Two.
0: Yeah, to be fair, my four and three are kind of similar. I wasn't, qu- I, I switched these two for a, a, quite a bit, but my number three is actually an indie game, which technically it's been in early access for a few, for quite a while actually. I think for a few years, but it actually fully released uh, in August this year. And we said, I said in our rules behind the scene, anything that goes from early access to full release is fair game, even if you played it beforehand. Um, and that game is 20XX, which is a procedurally generated Mega Man X kind of game.
2: I was going to say, with the title 20XX, that sounded very Mega Man-y. <laughs> well,
0: obviously there's been a, quite a bit of a drought of Mega Man games, if you don't count Mighty Number no. 9. <laughs> um, they did just and release, the recently uh, re- re- uh, announced well, an, uh, an Mega out. Man 11. But that's not out this year. <laughs> it's not, no, it's not. <laughs> um, but 20XX is it's done by an indie team. Uh, I think this is their first game, so as a first game, they've obviously worked for a few number of years on it, but it's done very well. Um, You have eight core bosses that, depending, the order you fight them is kind of randomly generated. The first one is random, and then you get a choice between the next one you fight from three of the remaining bosses. Each one has a weakness to each other, if you know what they are. Usual Mega Man fare but because the levels are more procedurally generated no two of your runthroughs are ever really going to be the same there's a nice progression system which allows you to unlock more items uh there's like a library where you can see all the items you've managed to find so far they do also have a zero rip-off character i think uh, the main character is called nina um and then the zero character is called ace um, but it all works together really well it's rather well polished it's still got the odd bug here or there but you honestly don't notice but the amount of variety you can get with the game is brilliant it's not one I play continuously I do just tend to go back to it to have a run once in a while but considering I do that probably once every other week I think so that's one a of good time casual, casual pick up and put down games exactly, it's something I still do with um, Binding of Isaac, you know, occasionally yeah, um but if you are looking for a mega man fix before mega man 11 comes out i honestly would advise checking out 20XX i think anyone in that kind of line will enjoy it obviously it's not quite as polished as your big budget ones but i think it's very impressive for the uh, team that's worked on it so yeah 20XX
2: so if you dis- if you're disappointed with mighty number no. 9 go to 20XX <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah
1: well with that said uh mine number 3 um we were just talking about it recently uh with uh, the evil vin 2 um is that of uh, resident evil 7 biohazard um i picked it up on ps4 and i can definitely say that this is probably the game that has probably helped give the playstation vr a lot of its success towards because i played this in vr from start to end on my first playthrough mind you and I was really in depth. It was. Obviously, I didn't sit down, like, for, you know, a whole, like, eight, uh, for the whole eight, 12 hour kind of, like, campaign. No, I took breaks from it uh, constantly. <laughs> Trying but, to try, try marathon a horror game like that would be. <laughs> especially with VR, yeah, I. Yeah. Um, but for, it, it was really good. It was really good with the. Kind of like uh with the atmosphere, and obviously, just you know, just the action being right in, in your face essentially, it really did, you know, make me uh, jump from uh, from moment to moment. Um, the obviously, the combat, <laughs> combat and stuff like that were obviously uh, okay, quite so tight. Uh, you then got
2: that kind of little mini craft, like, man, resource management again, horror.
1: Yes, yeah. Um and even the extra stuff uh, for it, um the uh, the DLC uh for it, the the uh, the band uh footage kind of like DLC that was made available uh, almost immediately after launch um was a, a nice little way of tying over and whatnot. And of course with uh, the game's gold edition being out uh, as of this recording a week away, yes. um no already uh, out? Uh, uh no, no. no. It's, uh, the the gold edition's not out until the 12th.
0: Because that's when the final DLC stuff releases. Yes. As well? yeah. Yes.
1: yes. yes. Uh, so I mean, finally, was on our that first all... games of this year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it came out in uh,
2: 24th I... of January.
1: Yes. Aye. So it was, again, another January game. So uh, that that. If uh, if,
2: a, if a game came out in January and it's in your top five, you know it was a very memorable game.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, well, that was the same case with uh, Future Tone earlier uh, in my mm-hmm. list. Um, I've, got a,
2: I've got a couple of those yeah. starters that are just stuck with me.
1: I, yeah.
0: I, I, I was, I've watched some of this game uh, with my um, work colleagues playing it. They didn't even have um, the VR, and watching them scream like little girls was rather hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's it's I mean, quite
2: an interesting change for the Resident Evil series in general to go from its kind of campy. To actually a serious
1: horror. Well, it does have a bit of camp here and there. You know, you got uh, your main protagonist who doesn't have much in the way of uh, personality because he because this is obviously designed around the VR a little bit as well. And the first-person perspective, uh, he doesn't have to, that much you saying. But and it's mainly you who are needing to respond to certain kind of like events in, uh, unfolding. But he does have his moments where he does throw in a cheesy line here and there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. But um, no, it, it was uh, a real risk because this was a main line. Uh, Resident Evil game going first person rather than a spin-off like the Survivor series and the uh, 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 the other spin-offs Dead Aim uh, yeah, and uh, was, the was, Chronicles games a,
2: there, what, what was the shooter wasn't there a shooter that either came out this year or last year that was Umb- like Umbrella oh, Chronicles yeah Umbrella,
1: Umbrella Corpse uh. that was it I think that was last year but um probably yeah, last that year. was really bad that was their yeah. attempt of trying to get into the competitive mass multiplayer shooter ga- mm. uh uh yeah kind of like genre and that didn't go too well for them but it's good that this Resident Evil 7 was a success and it was also a major help in helping uh the VR scene uh, flourish with its uh you know in- integration so it just, it's just nice through. to see...
0: Because the only other... We're, we're seeing a few more fully-fledged um, games coming out, but a lot of them are remakes like Doom and Fallout and... Uh, well, Skyrim has been out for a while, hasn't it? And Sky. also, like all all the Serious Sams are now in VR as well. Yes, actually, cool. I saw that pop up in my uh, Steam library at some point. Mm. Um, so, actually, yeah, Resident Evil is one of the, you know, it's it's one of the first big names to really make that jump. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So yeah, yeah, uh, Resident Evil 7 was on, my honourable mentions, as I said. So yeah, fantastic game, fantastic choice. Uh, Background to me, I guess. Yep, yep. (laughs) Let's see. uh, Let's go with the prequel. Yakuza 0. Again, (laughs) very beginning of this year. I mean, I I could really... For this year, I could just say Year of Yakuza, because we had Yakuza 0, Yakuza Kiwami, and Yakuza Kiwami 2, which... Is
0: Kiwami 2 out yet?
2: Uh, I think it's... I think it's coming out. I don't think it's out yet. I think it's actually out this year, though.
1: Yeah, well, I was going to say, it's not out in the West uh, uh, now, so... Mm. But,
2: But, I mean, it's... I mean, if if you know Yakuza, if you like Yakuza, you know exactly what you're getting into. You're getting into some crazy, crazy stories with some great combat and just a really enjoyable story. Because the sto- the two the two uh, characters you get to, you you get your main character and uh, Majima. You get to play as a Majima, which <laughs> you get to learn of his history. You get to learn how he became is it the Mad Dog. So I mean the, the the game is you could also describe the game as a mini game collection because well you got bowling you got re- it's like the um what is it what is it called estate agency that's the one <laughs> that's what that's that's what your like main um money making income is is from estate agency which so you saying
0: is, is they can do this better than EA can do with SimCity. <laughs>
2: I mean yeah, it's it's uh, I I don't really, it's one of those things where I don't really know how to fully describe it. It's like, like I said, if you've played a Yakuza game, you know exactly what you're gonna kind of get into. But no, I mean, it's it's open it's open world. You've got your chapters. Every every couple of chapters, you switch between your two characters. You get to learn. You're basically you're playing two stories in tandem. At which point, at the end, obviously they interlink. Whether or not the characters know they interlinked or not is you would find out. <laughs> but no, it... it...
0: Go
2: on. But no, I was, was going to say, it's just, it's just a fun game. It's a really fun, properly, like, long single-player experience, and, uh... The thing is, I own three Yakuza
0: games, and I've not played any of them. It's been a series I keep wanting to get into.
1: It's the same with me. It's, uh, it's a series that's been requested for my Total Drive Live Let's Play series, and, uh um i i actually do have uh, a copy of uh, yakuza kwami um uh ready to go it's just uh getting around to you know putting it in and you know actually be in the right mindset for it is because i'm i've not really dabbled too much into the series and uh, i've not really wanted to get into it but I've, i know a lot of people have a lot of love for this series a lot of people have uh, a lot of yeah, because I always wrote wrote off as the the Japanese version of Grand Theft Auto, and it's not really that at all. It is it it, it is its own monster, uh, in with yeah, its design and uh, environment and uh, combat and uh, well overall gameplay. It, I mean,
2: it, it's kind of, it's, it's like a like a it's a bit like a character action kind of um because like in the way the combat plays is it's very over the top. There's a mm-hmm a lot of upgrades as well for it.
1: Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen some of the footage. It is all o- over the top, so it would usually be right down my alley because I'm I'm a fan of Platinum Games games, so yeah. it would be right <laughs> it, down me right feels down very for
0: platinum-y, me, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I've always seen people really refer to it more as the kind of spiritual successor to the Shenmue games more than anything.
2: Hmm. I I can't say I've played Shenmue. Or at least lie, not so. <laughs> yeah, so, so people can say a lot of things about things I don't know and I'll just have to accept that as fact. <laughs> <laughs> so, so which one was it? So it was Yakuza Kimwari you're putting
0: zero. in Zero. I'm, I'm oh, putting
2: zero. zero. zero is, yeah. That's the one that's... That was, the, that was like the new, new one. You, Kiwami was a remake of one except with the new Majima Everywhere system, which <laughs> is might be the greatest system in any game ever, I will say. (laughs) Just having just having your rival appear anywhere, just decide to just be there and fight you. Just yep, I'm here. I appear out of a bin, I'm a clown, I'm a zombie. You take me (laughs) (laughs) I'm everywhere.
1: Definitely gives a run for his money.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah,
0: Yakuza Zero. Cool. So for my number 2 I feel kind of bad cuz honestly I could have filled most of my top 5 with uh remakes. Um so my honorable mention for remakes go to Akami HD uh, oh, Final yeah, Fantasy that 12. That's not out yet is it? But it yes I think it is out now. Oh is it? I think it came oh, so... out beginning no late last month or something. Maybe in certain places. I don't think we've got it yet. I'll look it up on Steam later. It, yeah. Send it on there. It's it, out came out, it, year, it,
2: come, it comes out this year at some point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts, there was too much. Um, but I will say the one that I've enjoyed the most and honestly probably had the most effort put into is one that may divide some of the hardcore fans, but I honestly think you can't fault how much love and effort has gone into it, and that is the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy.
2: Yes, I remember the controversy at the beginning <laughs> about the jump. The jump or the hitbox, he was more rounded.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I could get into you know the problems with that and how I think I can't blame them for it, but I think that's for another episode. Honestly, if you play through it, yes, it may infuriate you, but you can't deny that they spent a lot of time trying to make it feel as accurate to the originals as possible while still adding as much detail, more detail as they can. There's loads of just little stuff like being able to add Coco in as a playable character for pretty much the entirety of all three games. And just extra little animations here and there. There's the odd little fix here and there, which really helps, especially in the first game where you don't have to get the gems in one life for the most part. I I,
2: I can't remember the amount of time I spent on the original, like, Crash Bandicoots 1, 2, and all that, just trying to... Like, just going backwards and forwards, collecting all the crates, and... You know, yeah. It was, it, it's
0: it a, it's just... a very big part of a lot of people's childhood, and I think this game oh. very much does it justice.
2: I was like, it's on my games to pick up now that I've actually got a PS4, so... <laughs> I can just lend you my copy, because I'm not going to...
0: I've hundred percented all three games, including the DLC for the super hard level on the first game. Oh wow, nice! So I'm probably not going to be playing it
2: anytime soon. But if uh, you, hmm? I, was saying, I mean, when I see you next time, I might pick it up and try it out. <laughs> but yeah, I
0: mean, for value for money, I mean, you are getting a f- free full games. Practically, they're a bit short compared to these days, but. The game's also fairly budget-priced as well. And honestly, I think this is one that pretty much anyone can enjoy. I think do think a lot of games this year have been very adult, or at least 16-plus uh, aimed. So it's nice to have just a silly, family-friendly fun game. To be fair, Sonic Mania on my list probably could have fit that as well. but um, Yeah, honestly, if you find the Crash Bandicoot N.T.N. trilogy, if you're a fan of the originals you've probably already got it but if you're not a fan and you like platformers it will infuriate you at times but honestly it's it's well worth it so yeah Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy this is the only HD remake of mine and I think this one deserves it because it wasn't just a remaster it was a full it, blown it was built from, from the, the ground, ground up remake
2: yeah No, yeah, reasonable say, I. it's a chance to see what most of us grew up with if you're a younger generation. And realise that you
0: do need to get good. Yeah. <laughs> the uh... dark souls of
1: platforming. <laughs> oh, don't get started with that. Uh, <laughs> anyway.
0: Go for it, Dora. Well,
1: yeah. So uh we we already talked about you've already talked about this earlier in your list. Um Earth, but uh I'm gonna talk a little bit more about it here. Uh, my number two pick is that of Sonic Mania um uh, because uh at first i was in the bank i was in the camp where i was not being overhyped with the uh the marketing of how sonic mania was being handled and whatnot uh i was just basically one of those people i will i will give this game my judgment when i get to play it like fully like full on kind of like uh, from start to finish and when I did finally get to play this from start to finish boy was I pleased with the result I was enjoy I was enjoying it from from zone to zone essentially I I didn't really have that much bad to talk about this it was really good Um, I bought both the PS4 and switch version having it on the go with the switch definitely is a godsend essentially uh there's uh there's nothing more fun than being on a train going down to glasgow and uh just having a session on on uh sonic mania uh, to pass the time and it's always been a recommendation i always recommend it every time a person who's Looking for games on the Switch, even though there's so many great games on the Switch, and it's, it hasn't even been out for a year yet, and it's so many, <laughs> so many. The library is just absolutely chock a block with great it titles.
2: In, it's like it came out in March, so it's had, it's almost had, uh, it's had like what, nine months almost. To, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. And
2: n- you know Nintendo, you know they they are. I think I think they've learned their lesson about well, not having enough good games out on for release. For the Wii U,
1: anyway. Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> Well,
0: I, I say that, i like. I mean, the Wii didn't actually have an amazing round of No, it didn't have it a great was...
1: start either, I know. Uh, but yeah. no, this with the Switch it has definitely gone full, full throttle with...
2: Uh, I mean, you, you had a Mario and a Link. Probably launched mean. with yeah. a
1: Zelda. Link. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, going back to Sonic Mania, it was fun. Uh, having, you know, those three playable characters say The only drawback I ha- have with it is is uh, I would have liked a little, a little bit of a better reward because even though everyone associates the, the original uh, the trio of characters and whatnot, uh, Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles as playable characters and whatnot, and uh, yeah. they're the fun gameplay styles and whatnot. It- me being a big place the cat fan, <laughs> I would <laughs> really would have loved to have her as an unlockable secret character. Uh, because she plays just like the the other three, you know she she is essentially uh, a she reflection does, of does Sonic things. and whatnot, and yet she, she has had no love in anxiety. the last uh, uh, I'm going to say like seven years.
0: She's not even in Sonic Forces. And
1: yeah,
2: I'm trying. because Blaze. She was oh six. you had a, uh, was it a Rush? Was it as well? Rush, no, Adventure. Rush Adventure. Rush Adventure. And
1: she's been in most of the Olympic Games as well. Yeah, she's, uh, she's been she's, in the side games. Yeah, the
2: side games. Yeah. Not in any not in any major... Actually.
1: Yeah, no platforming game. Well, she hasn't been in a platforming game since Sonic Rush Adventure. Yeah. Um, the out? only main title she's
0: been in is 06, really. Yeah. I mean, going back to your point, actually, I, I kind of agree that I think they missed the ball on having either unlockable or even, at the worst case scenario, DLC Character skins for them because you could yeah. easily replace Sonic I mean, with Shadow or Blaze. Yeah, well, that's what I mean, that's what Blaze... the
1: modder community has been doing on the PC version. Yeah, exactly.
2: That, that didn't Blaze have her own kind of set of mechanics in Rush? though? yes.
1: So a little I mean,
2: bit. On, I mean, honestly, just seeing like I don't know, like a like a five pound character pack where they just kind of pack in as many characters as they can. So you kind of got, you get your Blaze, your Shadow, your Rouge, your whatever, whoever you want. Cream, Amy. I don't know. Heavy and bomb. Just... <laughs> Big the cat. Why not? Let's go. Let's oh, go just... Don't don't get them
1: ideas. <laughs> I mean, it's like I've, I've had I've had enough memeage of uh, from Sonic Sonic Team as it is. You,
0: you say that there's actually a really really good Big the Cat cat uh, mod for Sonic Two, which is a fishing game. Like they've <laughs> completely redone. Sonic 2 game to be a fishing game with big and it's actually really really good that's oh, impressive um, I'm actually planning on possibly doing a quick let's play of that or something but yes um, yeah no I, I, I do think that I think there's a lot of potential my, my one of my other major gripes was I really wish they'd done more new levels
2: yeah I yeah I think they had a good mix but maybe a couple more new ones uh, yeah. so I mean there only...
1: was only four new levels in this game out of but, the I think there was 14 or twelve or fourteen. Uh, twelve levels. I think. because a yeah, uh, of, yeah as, a
2: third of the menu. As and as I once said before though, it's like this is it's not necessarily really a new game, it's a love letter of everything that was Sonic back in those days. It's uh But it's with the, the be- it's the best of everything. But with the could,
1: success yeah. of this game because this was successful, I'll tell tell you that oh, much. Yeah. This this yeah. has had uh Sega in the limelight since the summer. Um of this year and it it has the potential it has that kind of like potential of having a successor from this game by the same team and that will be just as successful um you know afterwards so
0: i think they could make it more successful i think i think there's a couple of things they can learn from this that oh yeah they are
1: yeah there will be things that they can learn from this um That's. I
2: mean, this is this this is the first time they've done a proper official from the ground that their own game, isn't it? They've because like the 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 members who worked on it, they've done they did the ports and stuff, didn't they, of the old games? Yeah. But this is the first time they've actually had the chance to stretch their legs.
1: Yeah. And even with that, they had some limitations. But if you just give them, give them the tools, give them the freedom they will make something special and even more special than what they've just prov- provided for Sega so and I look forward to what that will be in the future but for this year they did well with Sonic Mania and that's why it's number two on me
0: I'm intrigued to see what your number one is
2: but uh, <laughs> let's let uh, Shadow go first <laughs> that was, uh, I, I, I praised Sonic Mania like I said It made it, on, it, made it onto my um, honourable mentions which I'm actually going to mention another honourable mention Another platforming game, or sort of semi platforming Cuphead. <laughs> it's not my number two, but it's definitely worth a mention because again, it, that was a, that was another one of those labor of loves from people who. I mean, did you see the story where they actually mortgaged their house and stuff to uh, finish yeah. the game and
0: everything? <laughs> uh, I it's on my to-do list. It's a game I want to play, but I really want to be in the right mindset to play Cuphead because I think it's going to give me.
2: It's Super it's Meat a, Boy style flashbacks. That I mean, yeah, it, it's a boss rush game. It's a platforming boss rush, so prepare prepare for a lot of challenge. But going back on to track number two for me, is a number two game. It is Destiny Two. Fair enough. Say <laughs> so the original Destiny One. It came out, and it was kind of a, a bit of a bland mess. Is what we'll call it. They'll, they'll, <laughs> you, you, kind of, you kind of heard the stories behind it all and how the direction was. No, we want it to be more casual, to open for everyone. But no, we want more story. So that, and it, you ended up in this mid place where you had very little really going on. Stuff got changed, and by the time they they eventually fixed it, by the time by like, the final DLC was out. But that also meant that Destiny Two, they reset it, and it was a bigger improvement. It was it was also very cool that the way if you had played the first one and your character was pulled over you had different dialogue because obviously you were someone who had interacted with the world there was the enemies there were they'd say i've never seen it's like i've never seen this version of the fallen the, these enemies here before But if you're a new character you go oh these are the fallen these are machine people things whatever they are <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like it, it, the game changed depending on if you played it before but I mean it it has the single player okay so I'm gonna call it the single player storyline because you can do it <laughs> in the odd number of three which is the Still, one big downside yeah. for some reason every every game since like the 1990s has decided that four player that's the magic number and the Destiny came along and went ah three let's do three you know that one friend you don't really like kick him out you don't need him but but they've kept multiplayer at four player. For this one anyway. <laughs> yeah, for this it one.
0: Seems just weird. Weird.
2: Um But no yeah, so I mean the storyline is much more focused. It's again, you're kind of in that situation of you are the only one who can save as you watch a thousand other people running around in the same situation <laughs> you are. But this no the story was the story was much better. I mean I played through it all single player perfectly fine and I mean the, the Curse of Osiris the new DLC just came out on Tuesday and I picked up Destiny again and was playing through the single player and thing, uh, playing through the storyline again and I was again enjoying it very much it's the the characters are much more built on and of course I'm, I'm just talking about this from a single player base as well because I mean you you've still got You've you got your strikes, which are you can just which are three player made missions where you're meant to run them with three people so you can have fun with those. And they've got all the modifiers on them. You got your raid which is your big goal, big old boss, which Earth, you actually run the raid with me. Did we do it? No, we haven't done the I haven't done the raid with you guys yet. Have you not?
0: No. I thought you did. Huh. I just haven't had time. I've not got mm. up to the right level yet.
2: I thought you were at two seventy. Oh well. I think Earth.
0: I'm just about ready to do
2: it. We'll have to do that at some point. Can have so. to wait for the rest of our fire team to return from abroad now? Yeah, rest of the fire team. Uh, but I mean, that's to say again, nothing. So you have all that, and then of course on top of that, you do have the multiplayer mode, which some people can be umming and aring about. It's, I don't think the number four works for Destiny. You had in the previous one, you had three for like tactical games and six for fun games, and I think they need to bring back that six v six chaos mode. But it. Like with all the all the different guns, all the different armors, all the different abilities, you can swap between them all. There is so there you you can find a way to play, and then find an entirely different way of playing, and then find another way of playing, and enjoy them all. It's it's just a lot of fun. There's so much to do. Like I said, I picked up again. I spent about four hours on it, and I kind of want to go back onto it some more. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's one of those games that's just it. It hits all the right notes for like a co-op, a cooperative game. I, I think don't the know big if anyone thing else. Is. For
0: me, is it? It hit my shortlist definitely, but there was a lot of stuff in the first one which, admittedly, came out in future DLCs and stuff. But I just feel why you had a good thing by the end of Destiny One. Why have you gone and removed stuff like um, what's it called? The free player one we with
2: Variks. Oh, the Horde mode. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it's called. It was the um, the hang on. Prison of Elders. That was the one. That's it. Yeah.
0: Like, why was that not returned straight away?
2: Yeah, I don't actually. That's a good point. I don't know why that's not there. Um, actually, I will say though, I actually because Destiny Two they currently have the um, they they're doing. You can make ba- you. It's now out for quote unquote free. But you can only get to level seven. Oh yeah, and you can only explore mode, yeah. two areas. But so I've been playing. I've, play, I've been playing it through again on PC. But I've been playing it with no HUD, <laughs> and it's actually rather fun because you realise that a lot of the guns like have ammo counters and and I've always it's... wondered why. <laughs> it's a nice touch, but just why? I, uh, but I, I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to try and get through as much of that as I can, HUDless, because there are certain guns as well that have like a, a melee and grenade meter. Mm-hmm. So, you can tell when all of your abilities are up, cool, so yes, i mean there there are some there are some there's still room for some improvement, but again, it's going to be one of those games that I'm gonna be playing for the next few years, at least ca- like casually on and off, yeah, I mean, I'll probably be joining you for some of that when I
0: can, but <laughs> yeah so um before we announce our number ones, so you guys did mention about not so good games of the year.
3: No,
2: where you... do we start? With oh.
0: <laughs> well, let's see. Is there any failures of the year you want to give away?
1: Um, well, the most notable one that I can easily just say is that of Sonic Forces. Even though we have Sonic Mania at such a high, we have Sonic Forces, which is at such a low.
2: I um, I disagree. I don't think it's at a low. I think it's at a meh. It's a
1: well. It's a it's a meh low then because uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, really I... It's a, it's
2: a shame to follow Mania with that.
1: Yeah, uh, well that that too, but of course I had my se- skepticism to it and all that and it's like I was, got, again, like with Sonic Mania, I was going to judge it based on uh, what I played and what I played uh, with uh, uh, I bought the Switch version myself because um, f- to, to heck with the trophies because I wasn't good because that was the problem <laughs> you know that's that, the you problem, know problem with stadiums, uh, some club. games nowadays is when uh, they want to put too much challenge into earning trophies and whatnot and that was quite evident with uh, Sonic Forces where uh, it's like oh you get a trophy for doing every single challenge in the game
0: yeah and it's not that bad it's just a bit of a grind
1: and yeah, and I, I don't one trophy l- left. Yeah, no, and I don't grinding. like that grind. I don't yeah. like the game forcing me to grind this uh, through very bad level design because it is bad level design. Um, I, mm, I don't know if I'd agree on. that Well, it's one. boring. It's I'd boring agree, level boring. design. It's it's there's not of, fun. Of, if of you make piloting. a game, <laughs> if you made the game fun, I would have incentive to replay the game. That's why I replay Sonic Mania because it's fun. Forces, on the other hand, doesn't have fun. It doesn't have any fun level design or level quirks or level or memorable uh, set pieces or mem- uh, memorable, memorable kind of like musical pieces to it. It doesn't have anything that will inca- that will captivate me into playing it again, and that is quite evident. Um, it's, it, but...
2: it's basically the gaming equivalent of just forgettable. Yes, it's, it, it's not offensive. It's not necessarily bad. It's just
1: forgettable. So I'll, I'll one thing I disagree Yeah, but that, with I but I feel as though it, that sometimes is bad. It's just as it, bad. It can
2: be worse in ways.
0: The, the only thing I think I'd disagree with you is I think certainly the Avatar character music, I don't mind. For me the low point is definitely the classic Sonic stuff. That is atrocious. Mm-hmm. Um both music, level design. I th- <sighs> Here's the thing, like if I gave this to a small child, they I think it'd be it. fine. I actually think it's really easy enough and really simple enough that you can give this to like a five year old kid and it'll be fine. But certainly for you know, the core Sonic fans it's definitely not built with them in mind. Certainly
2: money. for us older, jaded males. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we yeah. Are, we are we are talking about this game as of a much older demographic than the probably the more intended audience.
0: I, oddly enough, I think my most... Because uh, I would say that's definitely probably your biggest disappointment of the year. Mine is oddly actually not Sonic Forces. There's a game that disappointed me even further and might be slightly controversial in Zelda Breath of the Wild. Ooh. I I started out... I, I started enjoying it, but the more that I played of the game, the worse and worse it got. And the big reason for that was they punish you so badly for wanting to fight enemies um the game has you know in theory has unlimited weapons but when you can only take out two or three enemies with each weapon and the more robust and you know stronger weapons are will only still last about 9 to 10 enemies and then it's near to impossible to get them back and it I just didn't realize
2: made... that there was weapon de- like weapon
0: degradation in it and the problem is that weapon degradation is too severe um, for anyone that wants to deal in the combat side of the game and that's the part of the game I did enjoy and it punished me really heavily because the other thing it does is every few amount of in-game days it resurrects all the enemies but it resurrects them at a higher level so eventually you're having to go through three or four weapons to get through one enemy and it's just not fun. Once i I didn't bother to do any of the side missions, because by the time I'd done the four main temples, I just wanted to get the game over and done with. Now, admittedly, I played this on the Wii U, not Switch, which may have an effect. I've heard some people say the weapon degradation is worse on the Wii U, for whatever reason, but... It's
2: not like the a game, frame rate issue, is it? it <laughs> like with dark well, no, because the rate's
0: frame better on the Wii U. It's more stable. <laughs> but, yeah, just... I was genuinely looking forward to it, and I hated it by the end of it. It's still not my worst Zelda game by far. Skyward Sword easily takes that <laughs> honour, but um, yeah, I really didn't like Breath of the Wild by the end of it.
2: I don't think I had any. I don't. I don't think I had any major disappointments throughout the year. I guess. I mean, Mass Effect Andromeda. I want. I. I was a big fan of Mass Effect. I enjoyed those games so much and then Andromeda was just kind of one sort of issue after the other to a <laughs> point of where by the t- that it was just dropped eventually and it's like well yeah
3: like,
2: it was like that hard it, yeah it was like, it was like the, the the animation was janky then the, the writing wasn't that good and in the end it just kind of like again came out in March and it's like kind of even forgot it existed until I was looking at a list of every game that came out though so, speaking of forgotten games Lawbreakers anyone oh god <laughs> do you know how many players that had on steam last month
0: uh less than 10 I think
2: so peak players was 480 oh really <laughs> that is for a game that came out in August <laughs> yeah that's bad <laughs> it's higher than I thought it was though <laughs> I think I think the concurrent players is less than a hundred, but that's like,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, let's get on this off this depressive one. And for my number one, if you know me, I like my JRPGs, so this one probably isn't that so much of a surprise.
2: Would it be the Persona?
0: Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Persona Five, honestly, is actually one of two games I've played this year where I've literally lost track of time the other one being Final Fantasy 15 but that came out last year I just didn't play it till January but honestly I just love Persona 5 the music is beautiful you get you just feel so much for the characters because you just relate so well to them the combat is not the most advanced stuff but it still can be challenging if you set the right difficulty honestly there's just so much to love about this game and you know, I've bought the game, I've bought the physical soundtrack, I've just recently bought the art book. I don't know whether I prefer this or the previous entry. There's some stuff about Persona 4 Golden I prefer, but, you know, there's absolutely, I had absolutely no regrets about picking up Persona 5, and if you do like your JRPGs and you've never tried a Persona game, just get it. It's absolutely amazing. Even, uh, I even watched Yahtzee's review where he went... Yeah, I can criticize this till the cows come home, but you know what? I still wanted to see the storyline. I was that invested. And again, this came out quite early. This came out in April. So, and admittedly, I haven't played it since I hundred percented it. But honestly, I would happily play it again. Um, never
3: so, yeah, know. Maybe I'll do a let's play of it. Though that's going to be. A... Have they
2: still got the ban on the uh, let's playing? Or, um, pff, I have no idea. <laughs> I remember you could only get up to like a certain chapter before they said no more, which was completely understandable. For a single player storyline game, it's an understandable kind of thing. It's like, well, why would people play it if they can just watch it? They have a very different mentality of that kind of stuff in Japan, though, I
0: think. Um, I think they genuinely do have this fear of people would rather just watch the game than play it. And to be fair, you can have a fairly different experience playing it because of who you decide to interact with, but Honestly, if you've not played Persona 5 and you like your JRPGs, get it. It's fantastic. I don't really have anything I can criticise about the game. Um, it, I honestly just love it that much. All I'll say is, don't worry about buying any of the
2: DLC, because it's all pointless. The free stuff's nice, though. As I i have I've no knowledge of the Persona series. I have no... I. Th- but it's uh, kind of, I again. I watched a few episodes of Let's Play up to the point. Not not even up to the point where you could. But it definitely seems an interesting pick up. It's something that might go on the back burner of mine if I can uh, if I get through enough. Yeah, you, you do have
0: to love JRPGs, and that's the only downside. I couldn't recommend this to absolutely anyone and everyone. I don't. I don't combating. think you're a big JRPG fan, Turbo. Uh,
1: well, I'm, I'm okay. I mean, I've I've. Some of my favorites have been Skies of Arcadia oh, and God, yeah. uh, Grandia Two, but I've I've not really been a heavy JRPG person. But I have been a, uh, a fan of the Persona franchise mm-hmm. uh, with Persona Four Arena and Ultimax, uh, and uh, Persona Four Dancing All Night. Um, <laughs> oh, I, he... I like those side games. I like yeah. those side games a lot, oh, no, I like I... the characters. I like, I like... As well. Yeah, but. I can never invest time into an RPG nowadays. I, I need to be in the right mindset. Um, with a, a, pretty a pretty traditional JRPG. They're pretty big
2: time sinks they are.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I. And it's like for with a traditional JRPG, I need to put in a lot of time with it. You do, but um, yeah. I yeah, but with me, I am not of that era. I am the platforming kind of like yeah. era of the 8-bit and 16-bit kind of like uh, genre. So I I need I want quick, fast, linear kind of like uh, yeah. gaming, uh, and I, I prefer that my... more over than you know a JRPG. But I'm not not I'm not gonna knock your choice either. Mm. Uh, I do agree that it is one of the best uh, games of this year. It was definitely a much anticipated uh, game as well. Uh, the the a lot of people's kind of like. Uh, Anticipation for this game was fully in max uh, with um, when it came out, and when it came out, everyone was all over it, and uh, they all had a, a jamboree with uh, how much of it was. <laughs> Granted, <laughs> yes, I do believe that uh, all the that streaming malarkey and whatnot, where you couldn't stream past a certain point yeah. and whatnot, yeah. but really, in all honesty, it didn't I, stop I, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it didn't stop anyone, and it didn't, it didn't really hurt. Uh, in the if, long run, if, really.
2: If you were going to pick up Persona, you were going to pick up Persona. You weren't yeah.
1: going to watch it like.
0: I must admit, yeah. I'm surprised they were still dedicated enough to bring it out on the PS3. When you bear in mind that was what it was originally announced for, like five years ago. Um,
1: Did it come out on PS3? Yeah. All it's... right. I thought I thought they scrapped the PS3 version. No. Nope. Uh, um. Yeah.
0: No, it's still available on PS3. Uh. The. Uh, the only thing I will say is this is like chris you can tell in places it was obviously originally designed for the ps3 some of the textures are a little bit low unlucky. def um but oddly enough mentioning dancing ones you do know they're bringing out two new ones yes ever. i know are you going to try and get any of those i might i might <laughs> get that one i haven't I d- played I don't know. the four dancing one yet i really want to i don't know what's stopping me it's
1: it's 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 stupidly fun it's yeah. got a dark it's got a Dark story to begin with, but well, it's fun. It's...
0: <laughs> if you know the story from the original Persona Four, it's nowhere near as dark as that. Uh... Aye. <laughs> Just me. The, I mean, here's the thing: Persona Four starts off pretty dark. Oh yeah, Persona I know. 5 I've, literally... I've,
1: I've, I've watched the anime adaptation as yeah. well myself. So
0: Persona Five kind of goes: you think that's dark? Wait till you see this, and uh, yeah, that starts off horrible. <laughs> It's, uh, I don't want to give anything away because I think they're doing an animation of that one as well. So maybe uh, watch they that. probably are.
1: Uh, I'm definitely know, knowing how Atlas wants to market the series now. I, I'm sure they p- probably are.
0: Yeah. Anyway, Turbo, your number one.
1: Well, <laughs> my n- number one. Um, uh, as okay, I got an email there. It says that's weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it's a ding. Um... Uh, my number one uh, is a game that you don't like um, earth Art. you you were pan <laughs> you were panning this just literally moments ago but I have to disagree um, it's fine to disagree <laughs> yeah uh, I uh, thoroughly enjoyed and of course this was a sw- this which this was a system seller uh, it was that of Zelda breath of the wild and um, with me, and whatnot. I wasn't active. I I wasn't actively going up against every uh, you know monsters and whatnot. I wasn't actively looking for trouble. Uh, I tried to be uh, with my, my play uh, gameplay experience uh, with me and my gameplay uh, kind of like uh, uh, methods with a game like Zelda: Breath of the Wild is do you know just wander, don't confront, and. Uh, and when you do wonder, you're wondering to find these, you know, most of the time my my goal was just finding as many shrines shrines as possible to uh, upgrade my maximum health and my stamina uh, more so than anything else. And what I f- did find, I would find. And if I did find a group of enemies and whatnot, I'd try to be as stealthy as possible. I wouldn't be uh, going in guns a-blazing and swords a-swinging <laughs> a- and whatnot. You know, like, uh, like Mr... Uh, canon happy here but uh, uh, with, that's just my method of play I'm afraid yeah but uh, with me it's like I, I I, did obviously some some of the mon- when, it, when it got to a point where I was going up against a big hulk, hulky monster um, like a, like the H- Hadox uh, I think it, it's called um, oh, and I was goodness. constantly getting killed by that multiple times I would eventually just say you know what I think I'm not ready for this. I'll go somewhere else, and uh, and that's why I did. I would just go somewhere else. I would venture somewhere uh, somewhere else. I might go to somewhere uh, more plot uh, plot oriented, like going to Kakariko Village, or uh, again going on side uh, going on side quests to find more shrines. Uh, I might see a treasure chest in the distance and go, "Hmm, I might w- I want to see what's in there." So I'll, I'll venture forth and go see what's in it and uh, it it was definitely a game that I I was really it was it was one you know with those games where you kind of like uh, it's the case of oh one more hour just give me one more hour I'll finish up this switch and then three hours later you're still <laughs> on there that's the that's what had me it was it was that kind of like mechanic and that's the same with uh, Mario Odyssey as well where they had like they have that kind of like that drawing power, where it's like it's just one more one more chest, one it's more like shrine, one more enemy cam, one more inside, and this that, and it would just add on top, and it was just it, it just kept you me. Find, you find a good
2: stopping point, and then it's like just off the cliff. There's a little bit more to do. Yeah, <laughs>
1: All right. but it's it's that kind of like uh, eh, kind of like draw to me that. Made me feel that this game was a game of the year, and in and in turn, my number one game of the year. Because I went through this, I went through it 100%. Uh, I completed it. Um, uh,
0: Define 100% because did well, you get I got tech- I got all the
1: cork seeds. Really? I, I went out of my way. I had a guide. <laughs> I had a guide for it. Oh, I had the I had, <laughs> I, I, had a, I had the official strategy guide with me, which I wasn't 100% accurate. So. Uh, that, that, so that, I had to find certain things. It was stuff
0: like that that just made me go is it really worth me doing it? Yeah. And that's kind of just why I just went. But it was it was yeah. all
1: for the novelty essentially for. It. But um no, I did go 100%. And I'm looking forward to the, the 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 expansion DLC, uh the first pack that Ori made available. I I played through that. I went through the trials of the sword and maxed out my master sword power, so that's awesome. Uh, and I'm looking forward to the prequel story DLC uh, with the Guardians uh, that's uh, hopefully this month as well uh, yeah, and yeah, actually I so. and I, I loved the Guardian characters so much that I actually did pick up the four pack uh, Amiibo set
0: I wanted the... to I actually genuinely wanted to pick up that because I really do like the character designs but yeah. I was not paying what game we're asking for it <laughs> well, well you, should, you should go way.
1: to Nintendo's website because apparently it's a lot cheaper on there
0: I, I tried to but I was too late They were sold
1: out oh, of course <laughs> um, <laughs> they
0: were twenty quid cheaper, I think.
1: Yeah, they were. They were twenty quid cheaper. But um, yeah, with um, Zelda Breath of the Wild, it was a system seller for the Switch. It was definitely even with its performance issues, it 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 was still something that I want. I I feel as though it was a system seller, and I really was uh, having so much fun with it, and I I spent a lot of time into it and uh, I look forward to the DLC that's coming out uh, soon. And, um, yeah, uh, that's my number one.
0: D- don't get me wrong with my rant. I'm not saying it's a bad game, because I definitely had some enjoyment with it. It's definitely not the worst game of the year for me. No. But it it just didn't suit the way I typically played Zelda games. Yeah. Ah,
1: you you had a different, different uh, outlook into playing that Zelda game. And, of course, that's the same with me. I mean, I played... Ocarina of Time and um, you know uh, Twilight Princess uh, and uh, Skyward Sword in the same vein, where I'm just going in and hacking and slashing and whatnot, and mm. going in that way. But no, with Breath of the Wild, you have that openness. You have it is this open world. You can't just go in. You can't just go guns a blazing and just take on the world. Take on the world. Take on the wild. You can't mm. just go in there and hope for the best. No, you have to be methodical and you have to venture into that world with caution because anything can get you. And
0: something, that's what I did. So. Something I just kind of want to ask you, actually. Because the one thing I felt on the Wii U version is it felt like there was some stuff that should have been on the... Like, the one big thing I didn't understand is why you could have the gameplay on the TV or the Wii U pad. But if it was on the TV, the Wii U pad just had a message saying tap to Switch. It's like, Why didn't you have the map on the Wii U screen? I don't know if it felt like uh, the Switch
1: version where it was like... Well, being that the the Switch version doesn't have the ability to be connected to the TV and be in uh, handheld mode at the same time, uh, I guess that was just a design thing that they thought. Because if we were going to put this on the Switch, we need to optimize it more for the Switch and... Mm we can't have the usual features that we would normally have with obviously the Wii u. originally
0: version. designed for the Wii U. Um, so yeah. I'm, I, I, does it but, feel they
1: like would have, but in mid development they would have to change it to yeah. optimize it for the Switch. So if they were going to do that they might as well just do the whole uh, make it equal between yeah. the two. And as
0: of... it just felt like some things were missing that should have been there. Like they felt mm. like they should have been there if that makes
1: sense. Yeah, I could understand.
0: Um and that that didn't really take away per se from it, it just felt odd. Especially when um, there's that puzzle where you have to use, uh, for me it was use the Wii U pad and tilt it to get this ball to roll around a maze.
1: Yeah, well, it's the, it's the same with the uh, um, uh, the Pro Controller or the Joy-Cons you have to, uh, they, you've got the gyro controls in that as mm. well. So
0: Yeah, it doesn't really help on the Wii U pad when you have to do that, when the screen's on the Wii U pad, so you've got to tilt sure. it so you can't see it. Yeah, That's <laughs> uh, just annoying. <laughs> but yeah, no, no I, I'm, I'm certain, I do think it is a very good game. I'm, I think either that or Mario Odyssey is going to be most people's game of the years anyway. Yeah, how come Mario Odyssey didn't make your
1: list? Just out of interest. Um, I feel as though that for a platformer, it, it was just too overzealous with its collectibles because like uh, by the end of the game you can collect up to well over 800 moons uh, to uh, be collectible uh, and after after it I was kind of like mmm it's like I'm not liking this I I, I it's like even like halfway through um, like after I got about like half of the moons and whatnot uh, for I I was getting really tired
0: um, see, oddly, that's the way I felt about Zelda, with the mini shrines and the Korok seeds.
1: Well, you see, with the, you see with the the shrines, they actually help make you grow. Whilst the moons in Mario Odyssey, they're just collect, they they just tally up in the number. Nah, fair enough. And of course, you don't really that need that many moons to progress. Hmm. They are arbitrary. Whilst uh, the shrines, they are, even though they are arbitrary, they do actually help you in the long run. They do make you stronger. So
0: well, that, That's where I remember, felt like the Wii U functionality was missing, was the um, big dungeons in Zelda. You know, when you control the uh, Divine Beasts? Yeah. I, I felt like that should be on the Wii U pad and you should be controlling that while you're also moving on, through it. Yeah, through it. understandable. Huh. feels like that was how it was designed to be. I don't know, that, that's maybe just my thoughts Anyway, yeah. I think we've
1: dwelled, dwelled on we've this do, We've talked about it long enough
2: <laughs> As I've been sitting here like, I have no, Id- I have, like, no idea I've no input on this game, I've not played it I've not. Seen, I've, like, seen videos I've seen the videos where the guy basically Sets up an amazing kind of Like, attack Talks to a guy, pauses the time Then unpauses the time And it just kills the enemy <laughs> Or whatever it's Actually, like I, root go- I quite root like the code. tricks they do with travelling with a rock where you yeah, it's, the rock it's in time. it's basically that. Like a guy, like he throws a rock, hit it like a thousand times, spoke to a person, and then like, it launched into the air, and then he waited a bit, talked to a person, the person jumps back, transforms into something, and then the rock just uh, lands on them. <laughs> so it's like impressive. I have no idea what your
0: number one is to be honest, Shadow, because I uh, can't think what else you played this year.
2: It was a very, ge- it was a game that came out very early this year. It was an indie game. It's a game that has a 10 out of 10 rating on Steam, apparently. And it's what your Um, icon's based on. Pretty much. It's a game which has the quote bite my entire ass, go legally brain dead from lack of oxygen from choking on my entire ass. It is Night in the Woods. This was another one of those Indie Darling games that I am so annoyed that I missed out on when it originally came out. It was. It's one of those ones where it's like it's everywhere. It's on DeviantArt, it's on Tumblr, it's wherever. You're seeing posts about it everywhere. It's getting these mad raving reviews, but it's like been a month since it's been out, and I'm like, where has it been? How have I missed this? And then I start seeing a Let's Play, and I think about three episodes into the Let's Play, I went off, bought the game, and just played through it all myself. It's very much like a lot of our list. It's another very single player focused game. Or well, like I think. I'm the only person in this list who's mentioned anything multiplayer, and that was Destiny Two and Eve Valkyrie. <laughs> I mean, Twenty XX has a two-player mode, and that's about as far as I can go. But, no, yeah. So, Night in the Woods. Well, it's an incredibly story-driven game. It's in in a way, it's a bit like it's a, it's a combination of like a mini-game collection because there's so many just little things you can do. There's a Guitar Hero kind of button pressing. During to the music, there's a, th- a stealing mini game. There's knife fights, crossbow firing. I've not got to any of this stuff yet. <laughs> <laughs> but like, the story is hilarious. But it's it's it's, it's a it's a very in depth story. It's about the it's about the characters you play as, May, you play as May Borowski, and you've got your friend Greg who is Lord of the Snack Fountain, Lord of the Snack Falcon. Sorry, um, you've got. Be your gothic friend, and you've got Angus, who's Greg's boyfriend. It's it's a it's a very deep game. There's a lot of themes going on. The music's amazing. Again, it's another one of those ones where it comes where you can buy it with the soundtrack. And I did. There's a uh, in the game. I don't I don't want to spoil too much about the game. There is so much going on. It's basically a social simulator with a hint of some kind of Lovecraftian horror going on. And with an entire dungeon crawling mini game in it. Yeah, there. Yeah, there's there's a game called oh, what's
0: it called? Oh, I don't remember. If Face raves on about it because she loves it. <laughs> it
2: it's like there. It's an entire, um, yes, it's an entire dungeon crawler game inside this game that you only get access to once you've actually um, <laughs> uh, cleared your laptop of all the porn it had on it <laughs> and all the viruses. <laughs>
0: Honestly, this was my number six. I almost placed this above Sonic Mania and then went, yeah,
2: but I've actually finished Sonic Mania. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, there's this, what was it? Yeah, there's this star seeing, And it's like, the game, you have to play through the game at least twice. Because there's like a you can hang out with Greg or you can hang out with B. Then there's also a point when you can hang out with three people but you get to choose two. And it's a it's a multiple storyline. A lot of things that you can do that can kind of influence little bits later on. Like there are these, there are some little windmilly things that you, um, if you jump next to them, it sends a note flying out. Which then, if you hang out with a certain person in a certain place, they all co- they all collect there, and you get to read them all. It's just these little tiny details. But I mean, I mean, yeah, the story is absolutely fan. Fantastic! It, according to our list, it's been a game. It's been a good game. It's been a good game year for single player games, and that all those thoughts of uh, multiplayer <laughs> only games and multiplayer is the way to go is uh, <laughs> actually a bunch of lies. Yeah, but I think that might just be our personal preferences. <laughs>
3: no true. Mm.
0: I mean, yeah, as you said. I mean, I've played Destiny Two with you. Destiny Two, yeah, has been lower on the list. But I, again, I mean, don't. We're not saying you have to buy all these
2: games. If you if you're listening.
0: Maybe by to the Night in the Woods. It's
2: got, it's, got, it's got a weird autumn edition coming out this month. Oh, yeah. yeah no. <laughs> which is the full, which is like a bit of it, which, which actually has the two previous games in the series, which are just like little side stories. I
0: didn't even know that existed. I'm, I'm planning to blitz Night in the Woods at some point over the Christmas holidays, hopefully. Do it. But I, actually, you know what? That's a game I want to come to the Switch, so I can play it on the move.
2: <laughs> I think it... I'm trying to think what it's actually out on because I think it came out on Xbox or Playstation I think it's on PS4 I don't think it's on Xbox no no, I don't want the Steam page the Steam page is
3: uh, I'll, be, uh, I'll be
0: honest I, I think if I'd played I have I really want to play Mario and Rabbids because I think I will love that game because so I like the XCOM style combat but yeah, I seems, hate how punishing it funny. is
2: that seems rather, like a fun little thing also it's coming out to iOS and Android Apparently,
0: oh yeah, I forgot about Sorry. that. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, ah, have you played the Mario and Rabbit game Turbo? Or
1: yes, I have actually. Um, what was it? Uh, totally forgot about that. Actually, <laughs> it's like um, yeah, it is very it is very challenging that one. Uh, if you definitely like your XCOM uh, style kind of like a challenge mm. to it, yeah, it does it does have a a, a wee bit of a challenge uh, in the later game. It doesn't really have that much of a challenge at the start. But That's uh because
0: I hate the fact that X XCOM X- basically goes, Hi, here's your introduction to the game. By the way, we're gonna kill half your characters in the intro. Why? Yeah. <laughs>
2: so the these are char- characters characters you might grow attached to. Nope. No. <laughs> no. I still it's, don't but, believe but, my Oh god. So no, this year I, I actually had to get like a list of every game that came out this year and just like filter them out and go, Okay, this one, this one, this one. Don't know about I don't care about these ones. And I think I had a list of about 30 odd games that I actually heard of this year. And that's not and that's just including like major releases. There's a whole bunch of indie stuff going on in the background that I can't yeah. even I mean was it I next year is definitely going to be like a year of indie games for me because I've got Anilo, uh Indivisible, Them's Fighting Herds. And those are just, <laughs> those are just games I got those are just games I've got access to like early access to at the moment. The
0: only game I can think of at the top of my head other than ones I'm working on um that I'm looking forward to next year is there's the Final Fantasy Dissidia game, which I don't know how much I'm going to enjoy because I think it's a mostly multiplayer-focused game. <laughs> Although I already... That's going to be another game that's going to be teams of free as well. Mm. It's like, why? Thankfully, I only know two other people that are going to buy the game, so yeah. <laughs> um, what, about, what about you, Turbo? Any games coming up next year you can think
1: of? Um, for the future of uh, 2018, there's really not anything on the calendar that I'm really um kind of like focused on i don't think um there's really not anything that's caught my eye mm. um i mean i'm sure i'm sure something will January, eventually so. but uh, i or there is probably something that uh is on the back of my mind but it's just totally forgotten about it yeah. but uh, at the moment it's uh, it's it's a clear calendar it's uh, i'm just anticipating what might just pop up and uh of course i'll look forward to it I know yeah. that
2: there's one game I'm interested in, but I know it's a bit of a controversial one. Oh, Metal Gear Survive. Yeah, Metal Gear Survive. I'm, it's I'm a game... intrigued
0: to see what it's like, but I don't think it's going to be amazing.
2: I don't, I don't think. I, I mean, it's a four-player again. It's a four-player kind of survival game, which I mean, and it's and it's running off the Metal Gear Phantom Pain, whatever uh, Ground Zeroes engine. Still needs play that. <laughs> and I mean, it, it looks like it'll be smooth. It looks like it'll be fun. But obviously, of mm. course, Konami are just currently anything that comes out for that game is just being neg bombed into the ground. That just by sheer force of internet hate. <laughs> I was looking at the other Konami videos on their YouTube page, and it's like they that like the, the Bomberman are. They recently released the Grand Prix trailer for that. That has positive reviews. <laughs> oh,
0: what was There's it? It's just the, a.
2: Um, just I have a thought thought of one of a game that, that I don't think will come out next year.
0: But if it does is going to be instant buy which is Kingdom Hearts 3 likelihood of coming up next year 25%
2: maybe I think Lost Ember is another indie game for me that comes out next year I think this year has mostly been for me Dota Eve Destiny 2 <laughs> I've it's been like Dota and Eve are these it's again these games that are a service it's multiplayer, it's multiplayer mm. games that are just ongoing I've been like dabbing into overwatch as well whereas turbo's been playing
0: mostly been playing um turbo drive live games yeah <laughs> well that
1: well that too uh, but no i have been playing a lot of other games nah. i mean just recently with switch games i mean uh i did play bomb I r i did play Puyo Puyo tetris uh, oh, and Pui.
0: all that no, I, just... played Pui Pui tetris. I really enjoyed that i didn't finish it yeah it's just
1: chain. uh yeah it's just uh i didn't bother bringing them up because uh, you know I I just didn't feel like they needed to be mentioned too much Um, I I, I just obviously just forgot you
0: know to be fair I've got Puyo Puyo Tetris on the PS4 and I do think that's probably more suited to a hand I don't know why we didn't get the Vita version because I would have so bought that on the Vita
3: Hmm.
0: I I, I don't think the Vita has much pull anymore over here certainly it it does in Japan still just not over here in Japan it's genuinely
2: competing with the Switch Oh yeah, but this is kind of—it's like the whole, the whole gaming economy with Japan versus mm. over here is so. Oh, it's like like was it the Xboxes that are being advertised as Blu-ray players because you can't sell them as gaming consoles. <laughs> <laughs> oddly, oddly enough, if Final Fantasy XV had come out this year, it would
0: have probably been my number two game because I like Persona Five. There was times where I was just playing it and then suddenly realized it's three o'clock in the morning. I've got to be up in two hours. <laughs> that seemed to have shocked you too to silence. No, no, it's uh,
1: it's, it's the <laughs> silence of agreement. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, it's like they're, they're, they're again. Eve has been the game that I've just kind of. I think to myself, oh, I'll just do one more little thing. I'll run one more mission. I'll go out one more system, and it's it's four in the morning. When yeah. did that happen?
0: <laughs> i the other game that I've quite literally. You, know, you know, I said I got Mario Odyssey today. Two weeks ago, I got another game that's been released this year, which probably would have made my list. By Platinum
2: Games.
1: Uh, is that uh, near Automata? Yep. Oh,
2: yes, yeah. that was that came out. I, Again, I really that was a
1: game I played as well that uh, I I felt I couldn't really put on a list. Uh, really,
0: I uh, I think I will enjoy it. I don't think it's going to amaze me or anything, but I think I will I mean I paid twenty quid for it. I think I'm going to thoroughly enjoy it.
2: Bayonetta mm-hmm. and Vanquish came out for PC this year as well. True. Yeah. So, it, I, I, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to when PC becomes, kind of like it gets a lot of these games as well. I do admit I play more on my PC than anything else. These I days. play
0: so much more on my PC than my consoles now, other than my mobile, <laughs> in which Final Fantasy Record Keeper is easily the game that's taken up most of my time this year. Uh, are,
2: there, are there anything else we want to? Any, yes, other, any other closing thoughts from you guys?
1: Well, I'll definitely say that 2017 has been a decent year for gaming this year. I feel so. It had uh, a very good steady stream of releases. I would agree. Uh, I don't
0: think it had any massive hits. Like, stuff that just wowed us. I, wouldn't, I would actually say the biggest wow factor was probably Resi 7. Just because yeah. of how strong a VR title it was.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And of course with the Switch, um, it had its prominence. Um... Uh, in, in the public eye from day one and still going on strong uh, to the end of this year. So and it's not even a year old. So true. Uh, I could definitely say, yeah, it's been a really good year for. Uh, I will say uh, there is one. We, we actually that yet, is
0: true. Yeah. There is one game I'm looking forward to on Switch next year. What's that? Metroid Four.
2: Ah.
1: Well, that's not. Well, I can't, I, you can't really say that's next year, really. It's well, no, yeah. I, I
0: I really should try Samus Returns, although. I've heard mixed things about that
2: one. Hmm. We actually we had we had the Xbox One X out this year as well. So. <laughs> God, yeah, yeah. it's it, 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 we're setting up we're setting up for hopefully another for a decent year to next year. Hmm. I, was, I was about to say a decent year tomorrow, which would have been. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- you
0: never know. Um, LMC's know, like, Grandmaster just... might schedule this for.
2: 31st of December, in which case your <laughs> statement
0: will be correct.
2: It will be true. I, could, I can pass out and I, I can just like go to sleep now and wake up in the new like on the first, and it be true. <laughs> but yes, thank you,
0: thank you too for joining me. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. You're welcome. Um, You're welcome. And um, if you liked this uh, countdown of games of the year, and you want us to do anything similar, I've got a couple of other ones planned. Uh, might even invite these two back for one of them. Um, there's another one that I have planned with uh, uh, Kevin Eva and Vija which um, could be rather interesting because it's uh, not based on video games
2: <laughs> so well if this is a subject I know anything about <laughs>
0: yeah board games <laughs> ah <laughs> but yes thank you very much and thank you everyone who's been listening uh, this is Erfart I've been Turbo And I've been
3: Shadow. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.